Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Wednesday, November 2nd, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we dive into how Amazon's corporate culture is spreading across the tech industry. Amazon's way doesn't always create happy employees or even functional young companies. But first, the latest. The Fed announced another three quarters of a point interest rate hike this afternoon, and investors' initial reaction was positive, sensing that the Fed would be softening future rate hikes. But then, as Insider's Max Adams explains, Fed Chair Jerome Powell spoke. And there were a few worrying indicators that basically said that the central bank is not seeing the progress it wants to see on the inflation front and that the labor market is still too hot for its tastes and that there was unlikely to be this Fed pivot that markets have really been hoping for. So the initial reaction was that the Dow was up about 300 points and the Nasdaq, which is really the index most sensitive to all of this rate talk, was up nearly 1%. Shortly after Powell's press conference, though, markets moved another direction. At close, the Nasdaq was down more than 3%, the S&P 500 down 2.5%, and the Dow closed down over 1.5%. CVS and Walgreens have reached settlements for their roles in the opioid epidemic, each agreeing to pay $5 billion. The pharmacy chains will not admit wrongdoing. Individual parties need to okay the deal, but the money would bring an end to all remaining lawsuits filed by states, municipalities, and tribal governments. Payouts are scheduled to take place over the next 10 to 15 years. The crisis, fueled by aggressive marketing of highly addictive painkillers, has claimed more than half a million lives. Tumblr is walking back its ban on nudity. At its peak, the blogging community became a popular forum for people to post secretive thoughts, art, and yes, even their nudes and a bit of porn. But in 2018, the site surprised users by banning all adult content. It led to a nearly 30% drop in traffic. Tumblr's new guidelines will welcome, quote, a broader range of expression, including content depicting the human form a.k.a. nudes. They mean nudes. But sexually explicit acts like porn videos are still banned. 
Elon Musk says people banned from Twitter won't have their accounts reinstated for at least several weeks, meaning people like Donald Trump won't be able to weigh in on the platform before the midterm elections. Musk says he spoke with civil rights leaders, reiterating that he wants a proper process in place to allow banned users back. Meanwhile, the new owner is still developing plans to charge Twitter users. After announcing he wanted to charge for blue checks, the Washington Post is reporting on a fast-tracked proposal to let content creators put their videos behind a paywall, although an internal email describes this plan as a possible copyright nightmare. Tonight, you could be a billionaire because the Powerball jackpot is about $1.2 billion, the second largest prize in its history. I mean, you do have a 1 in 292 million chance of winning, but whatever. The drawing is at 11 p.m. Eastern, so run out. Get a ticket. What the heck? Did you know you can share any of our segments on social media? Just look in the description section on your podcast app and you'll see a little share link next to each story. It's super easy. Give it a try. Excessive drinking is now the leading cause of preventable death for Americans between the ages of 20 and 49. That's according to a new study in the Journal of the American Medical Association. It looked at four years of data from 2015 to 2019. And sure, alcohol is a big factor in sudden deaths like car crashes and alcohol poisoning. But longer term drinking is a key factor in certain cancers, liver disease and heart problems, particularly for men 35 and older. And a reminder, the CDC classifies as excessive more than two drinks a day for men and more than one drink a day for women. The Great Resignation isn't over yet, although it looks like it's slowly winding down. Even a potential recession didn't stop just over 4 million people from quitting their jobs in September, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. It's not as many as a few months ago, but that's 2% of the U.S. workforce. The labor market is still very strong, and there are a lot of job openings, especially in areas like healthcare. In California, sexual assault survivors will now be able to track the status of their rape kit. It's the first state to create such a system. It's also the first state to hire a sexual assault outreach coordinator whose job it is to make sure the evidence gets tested. The goal is to reduce the backlog of rape kits, which can go untested for years, and to keep survivors better informed. The DNA evidence collected in these kits can help catch perpetrators, so it's an important step to help survivors get justice. If you think your work ethic is bad, just wait till you hear about this guy. A former Apple employee has pleaded guilty to defrauding the tech company out of $17 million. Over the past seven years, the employee would inflate Apple's invoices. He would also steal parts and then make the tech giant pay for the items that were never received. Now he's facing up to 20 years in prison. There's a clip circulating the internet of NASCAR driver Ross Chastain making an incredible move that took him from 10th place in the race to 5th, which then qualified him for the NASCAR championship on November 6th. Take a look at what he did! I have never seen anything like that before in my life. 
That's not an exaggeration. The move set the record for fastest lap on the track, and he did it by essentially hitting the gas going into a turn instead of braking. That sent his car to the outside of the track wall, where Chastain was able to slingshot ahead, passing a number of cars. And what's funny is that Chastain told NBC Sports he learned the move from playing the video game NASCAR 2005 when he was a kid. Just another lesson for parents who say video games won't help you get ahead. Now for a look at the ways Amazon's corporate principles are spreading. Hundreds of former Amazon employees have gone on to start their own tech startups, and many love Amazon's management culture so much, they've tried to copy the elements of that culture in their new workplaces, often with mixed results. Julie Bort is the editor of a new series at Insider exploring the so-called Amazonification of corporate America, and she's here. Julie What are some of the defining traits of Amazon's culture that former employees are trying to copy when they leave? Well, Amazon has this list of 16 corporate principles that include things like customer obsession and disagree and commit and frugality. They also have all of these other management practices that we've heard about, like two pizza teams. So that's sizing your team that two pizzas can always feed them, and six-page memos before meetings where people write up little six-page memos and they all read the memo before they do every meeting. And so almost all of these were spearheaded by founder Jeff Bezos. And at Amazon, people pretty much use all of them, right? So they want to imitate Bezos. And there's even a term for that. They're known as Jeff bots, right? <laughs> so, and when when they found new companies or they go to other jobs, they tend to want to take all of them with them to other jobs. And, and our reporting finds that there's you know over 600 startups with at least one Amazon founder, and there's been at least 90 VPs or hires that have left the company for greener pastures since 2001. And so we're calling this phenomenon of people leaving Amazon having been trained in this very stringent management philosophy and going elsewhere, the Amazonification of the tech industry. Is the thought at all, well, it helped Amazon achieve world domination. Why wouldn't it help my startup or my company? I mean, definitely, right? And so Amazon is one of the most successful companies of all time, right? And it's doing things at a scale that few others in the world are doing. It's got millions of customers and billions of transactions daily. The tech industry also completely worships success at scale because it's very difficult to do. You know, it's also very profitable to do. So companies, you know, look at what Amazon's doing and it's a source of poaching, right? They want to find people that have these kinds of experiences and they think that they've done it at Amazon, they can do it here until they have experience and learn that Amazon's way doesn't always create happy employees or even functional young companies. Mm. What's an example of a company that has gotten hung up adopting an Amazon-style culture? Well, you know, the one that comes to mind is we did a story recently on GoPuff. So GoPuff is a same-day delivery service that grew rapidly during the pandemic, and it heavily recruited from Amazon because a lot of its business needs are logistics, and that's an area where Amazon is just unbeatable in the world. But um, Amazon doesn't do a ton of manager training, sources tell us, right? So what they do is they train people on their own culture. So those managers, those Jeff bots, if you will, they didn't just bring their logistics know-how 
with them to go puff. They tried to bring Amazon's mechanisms with them, but much of that backfired. Sources told us that GoPuff, like pretty much any startup, it just doesn't have all the processes in place to measure everything like Amazon does, much less to sort of press workers to meet those kinds of metrics. And you're not going to get the same buy-in when you're in a completely different company. And I guess, is there any concern or danger even based on, on the reporting in the proliferation of this kind of corporate culture? There is. I think some of it will be self-correcting, but some of the scary part of it is that Amazon is a company that is completely built on metrics. And it makes sense in their world of e-commerce and retail where margins are, are thin and you need to watch everything. And I think there's been a lot of speculation that Amazon takes it too far. You know, this absolute adherence to metrics that you come up with a goal and you measure it. And if you don't meet the goal, you ruthlessly cut or you press people until they get that. I think that that is, isn't the best thing to be spreading across, you know, the entire tech industry. It seems like each one of these people need to then understand and recognize that the way they did things at Amazon isn't necessarily the only way things can be done. And in the meantime, their employees have to sort of suffer or live through that. Julie, this was fascinating. Thank you so much for talking with us. You're quite welcome. Julie Board is an editor-at-large at Insider. And for more stories on the spread of Amazon's corporate culture, go to insider.com. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the latest edition of The Refresh from Insider. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Thanks for listening to The Refresh from Insider.